Fart car in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it's mine. I just gave someone the keys. <laughs> to your ass. <laughs> and every time they turn it. They rev it. <laughs> if you had the ability to make yourself fart at any time, would you take it? There's no other... I don't lose anything. It's just gaining the ability to fart at any time. Would you take it or not? Okay, fine. Fine. There's one limitation. (laughs) You have to have at least 10 farts by the end of any day. Or right before you go to bed, you have the stinkiest, loudest fart. It lasts for... Ten whole seconds. It's the second that you lay down in bed ready to go to sleep. See, now the the balance is off. There's no there's no extra benefit of being able to choose <laughs> when you fart. Okay, but the, on... the addition to your fart is that you can... Your ass is now an instrument. Uh, you can play music with it if you so choose. The tonality no. is... At your discretion. I don't want to become just another piece of meat (laughs) where I'm commodified. (laughs) It's up to you how much you commodify it, though. Well, what's the point of having it if I'm not going to work it? (laughs) Look, we all have secret talents. Not every single part of your life has to be publicized. I know every talent of yours. (laughs) Name them. And how many have been on Sochmead? Uh, you're really good at stealing a married woman away. Shit, you got them all! <laughs> That's all my talents! I know. That's why you're my friend. <laughs> I thought I hadn't made that one public yet. Well, you haven't made it public, but boy, have I seen it in action. <laughs> so It might as well be public at this point. With how frequently I do it? Welcome to a new... Ed- <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah, welcome to a yep. new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us, or really just one of us, is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. I'm your contestant, Ethan, and this is your host... Wesley. There's no current score. We are free from the shackles of Star Wars, but not back into Ethan actually being able to quiz. Still got two more weeks on that, baby. Uh, but Meanwhile, Ethan is going to be quizzed on his soon-to-be favorite movie, It's Complicated. A movie that Wes watched for his first wine o'clock, and... I assume is exclusively a wine o'clock movie. (laughs) 
Yes, so Ethan, break open the 1904 bottle of wine that you ca- you keep in your basement. Mix it with a two liter of Shasta, <laughs> and it's time to party. I love making mixed drinks with wine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a sugary carbonated wine. How it was intended. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's too bitter otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ethan. Now we're also going to bring back something that has been missing from the show for a good two, three months. The toxicity questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how toxic of a it's complicated viewer you'll be. Um, predictions. It's time to predict. We've been doing what that. Your... <laughs> oh, what my so, score no. is going to be? Yeah, what your score oh, is going to be. Oh, wow, we have not done that. <laughs> Did I ever predict I've... what my score for Star Wars was going to be? No, I forgot the first uh, three prequels, and then I was like, fuck it. It's, it's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how will I score on It's Complicated? Considering you don't know the answers to some of these questions anymore, I think that it's pretty hard and you made it difficult on accident. So I'm going to go for seven points and I am prepared to bust. I'm about to bust. I'm about to. Here's the thing. I'm glad that we didn't have predictions during Star Wars because our five minutes of about to bust conversation (laughs) per episode would have just made it unwieldy to edit. (laughs) For me, because like what Star Wars content are you going to cut to make that all of it fit? (laughs) Probably any question regarding C-3PO. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Anthony Daniels go cry now. <laughs> Say it ain't so that Rise of Skywalker is his last one. His last one. He'll be back. <laughs> Who are we kidding? We're not fuck. Can I stop fucking talking about Star Wars? <laughs> is it not clear no. at the end of the season? I don't really even like those movies. <laughs> No, you can't stop talking about him. I just saw The Last Jedi was trending on Twitter again this morning because no! people were talking shit about it. What? I don't give a shit. They were saying it's anti-book because the, the, the Jedi books are burned. Yeah, sure. That's why it's anti-book. Let's look at one scene divorced from the context of its entire movie and talk about that. And someone also really smartly pointed out that Yoda says page turners they were not. When Yoda has lived a life of digital media. (laughs) (laughs) He only listens to podcasts, including this one. All right. It's complicated. It sure is. Now on to the movie. It's complicated. (laughs) Open-ended questions first. What do you know about It's Complicated, and what do you think will happen? We're not doing Why Haven't I Seen It? I don't know why. Somebody fully forgot a question at 9 o'clock. 
back in uh yeah october uh, <laughs> why haven't you seen this movie what do you know about it uh i haven't seen it's complicated because it looked like a garbage rom-com about a theme that i struggled with uh this came out when i was i think in high school yeah. and it just had the worst like basic rom-com trailer which is these two are together and there's a third guy and it's <laughs> wacky um what do i know so yeah i wasn't interested in it i think my mom might have seen it but that doesn't mean anything ouch my mom watches movies all the time it just means she watches a lot of movies how dare you add a connotation to that my mom watches i'm just a bunch trying of to stir up movies. trouble Trying to stir up trouble at home. Go for it. Uh, what do I know about this movie? Uh, it stars Alec Baldwin, Mary. Steve Martin, and I believe Meryl Streep. So we got some heavy fucking hitters in this movie. <laughs> the biggest budget flop that's ever happened. Although I guess this was in the same time period of like uh, Friends with Benefits and um, there's another one that was exact. That was Friends with Benefits. Yeah. Which one was it? Valentine's Day? One, I don't know. <laughs> now one stars, doesn't one star Ashton Kutcher and the other one star Milo Kunis? Kunis. <laughs> Just I, I saw the tweet the other day of them leaving their married house to go film the same movie in two different places. Uh, and they don't wash their kids. <laughs> and they don't wash their kids. That's what I said. <laughs> They're stinky. No, a thing on Twitter came up the other day. They Mila Kunis in an interview said that they do not bathe their children unless there's visible dirt on them. <laughs> and so there were a bunch of reactions of when uh, their kids get dropped off at school, everyone just like ducking away and hiding their noses. Why? <laughs> Why not bathe the child? <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> just you know ashton i know you're a listener just try it <laughs> try it out there's some fun bath time games i had those uh markers where you would draw on the bath that was fun what else happens in it's complicated um i believe that this relationship is the, the whole idea for this movie is based on the fact that you could set your Facebook relationship status to it's complicated. And they just took it from there. Uh, Do you think there's going to be a point where someone sets their Facebook status? Absolutely. I think that'll happen at the 23 minute mark. Which is too early because this is a 90 minute film. Um. I'm going to guess that there is a married couple. I'm not going to guess which part of the triad because I'll just get it wrong. And I don't remember the actress in this movie. 
So I would just further expose myself there. Um, so let's say those two are in a married couple. They're on the outs. A divorce is coming. They haven't had solid communication. And then the woman finds uh, the other man on the outside. And they're like old friends. And they used to have a relationship. And so that starts to get rekindled. And it's like, do I fully divorce my husband? And uh, start spending time with my old flame? But most of the movie is, what if we put all three of these people in the same house at the same time? (laughs) And see who we like from there. A real threes company. A reference to a TV show I've never seen. <laughs> Don Knotts. We stand Don Knotts. Is that Don Knotts? I think Don Knotts is a landlord in Three's Company. Oh, I definitely would not have known that. Yeah. I encourage you to change your profile <laughs> picture on Twitter to Don Knotts with cool green sunglasses from The Muppet Show. <laughs> Okay, I'll look it up. <laughs> I'm sure you can get it. Oh, and then at the end of the movie, uh, the woman chooses her husband because okay. monogamy. And absolutely not just getting out of a relationship and meeting new people. It's too late. That's scary. Them. It is as someone in a re- who's been in a relationship for almost five years. It is scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> when <laughs> moving on, it's complicated. <laughs> when do things really start to get complicated for Meryl Streep? Okay, cool. I did get it. When do things get complicated? Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> Meryl. Meryl. Um, things get complicated when she gets a little too tipsy and kisses so many people. Too many people get kisses from Meryl. Okay. She gets too kissy drunk. Mm-hmm. That's this movie's version of the beginning of complications. <laughs> Kissy drunks. Why does Meryl go to New York City? <laughs> Obviously, to continue running her magazine. <laughs> right? <laughs> she she already works in New York City. Um. Uh, yeah, sure. She's a journalist. She's there for work. Why the fuck not? Double it down. Double down. <laughs> Double down on my absolutely wrong answer. It's for work. Uh, and there's a mixer. Okay. <laughs> I should have said a high school reunion. <laughs> You still haven't seen uh, second season of I Think You Should Leave, right? No, I have now. I haven't seen it all. The amount that I think of, fuck, I should have lied! (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot. 
where does Alec have to go? Alec Baldwin have to go oh, every Alec. other day. <laughs> every Alec other Trebek. day, uh, he has Alec Trebek. Alec Trebek, rest in peace. <laughs> oh, he died years Trebek. ago. <laughs> years ago. I'm not talking about Alex. He he got the chair. <laughs> <laughs> The sponge wasn't sitting on his head just right, so he did catch fire. It was gruesome. And honestly, all of his victims said he deserved it. <laughs> they watched. Uh, white collar crimes, the things that they can get you. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Where does he have to go? Excuse every, you. Every, every other, other day, day, Alec Baldwin must do... Or go somewhere. And the answer is, this is primarily a comedy movie, I assume. So it can't be something like the nursing home where his mother stays. (laughs) It will not be that. Uh, Instead, it will be... It's going to be the condo that he's trying to sell. And it just can't get off the market yet. He's got to keep fixing it up because a realtor says something's wrong and they won't fix it. You're imagining like the most vanilla movie (laughs) story possible, huh? So you're telling me I'm right. (laughs) What is the story? I'm creating the rom-com that I do not want to watch. (laughs) (laughs) What is the story behind Steve Martin's divorce? In the movie, not in real life. There was a real life one? I, I don't know about it. I don't know. I don't know if he was divorced in real I life. I don't pretend to know Mr. Martin. I just imagine it'd be hard. Hard being married to Steve Martin. He's a big personality. Who I know is very closed off at home. He's, he's actually quite introverted. Um, What started his divorce... Sorry, what is the story behind? What's the story divorce? behind his divorce? Um, bug, humbug. He he was too clingy. He was too attentive, and she needed space. I assume she. I assume this is a very heteronormative movie that he was married to a woman. Um. And then she said, I'm not going to wait till death. I'm out of here. And she took uh, the house and the kids. I'm assuming they have kids. And the dog. And the dog's name is still Shithead. It's the same dog from the jerk. (laughs) I should have just said the plot of the jerk. Multiple choice. What is Meryl's occupation in this movie? Already said it. (laughs) A. Cook. B. Architect. C. Lawyer. Or D. Writer. Uh, Cook is Julie and Julia. (laughs) Uh, Writer is (laughs) obviously Devil Wears Prada. Which you've already used for I've an answer. I've already used, so I'm going to back off of that. 
Uh, so lawyer is obviously what Alec Baldwin is doing in the movie, uh, with realty on the side. Uh, so let's go with architect. Architect. Okay. What actor from the U.S. version of The Office is in this movie? Hmm. A. Rain Wilson. B. Ed Helms, C. Jenna Fisher, or D. John Krasinski? Hmm. I feel like Rain Wilson is slightly too niche. The only movies that I've seen him in are Soul Pancake. Soul Pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we talked about Soul, Soul Pancake, Pancake like every other episode? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, subscribe to Soul Pancake. We're actually sponsored. We haven't brought them up in a while, so the bills have not been paid. <laughs> um, Ed Helms. It wasn't the Ed Helms time yet, so I'm going to go with Jenna Fisher. It was just another project that she was working on. Okay. John Krasinski was only ever born to play Jack Ryan. <laughs> now on Amazon Prime Video. Jack Ryan. What a riot. What happens when Meryl and Alec meet up at a hotel for the second time? <laughs> <laughs> Question that you alluded to last episode and you don't know the answer. <laughs> a. Alec has a heart atta- a heart related episode mm-hmm. due to boner pills. B. They run into one of their kids. C. They run into Steve Martin. Or D. They just have fun sex. <laughs> the second time, let's let's just say <laughs> it's just fun sex. Yeah. For once, it's not complicated. (laughs) It's quite simple. How do Steve and Meryl initially meet? A. They have nearby hotel rooms. B. He's working on our house. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Do that for the rest of them, please. (laughs) C. They have similar running routes, if you know what I mean. Or D, through an online dating service, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, Let's go with... uh, He's working on our house, if you know what I mean. Mm, I know what you mean. Realizing now that Steve Martin is the architect, likely. (laughs) Who is second build in the end credits? (laughs) What a question. We don't write questions like these anymore. (laughs) I miss this shit. (laughs) A. Meryl Streep. B. Steve Martin. C. Alec Baldwin, or D. The actor from The Office. <laughs> uh, hmm. I feel like you wouldn't have written this question <laughs> if it wasn't the actor from The Office. 
All right, so you're going with that? Yeah, sure. All right, you've unlocked a baby West Week. Which wait, wait, wait. actor from the Ask office? <laughs> Does this match proportionally to how much screen time they get in the movie? Absolutely not. Oh, God. I just realized I need to find the screen grab. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I took it from a YouTube clip. Oh, fuck. I have to make a folder for all of my screen grabs so i'm gonna do that while you're looking (laughs) as well so we just have a bunch of dead air okay sunday fun day Sunday fun day. true or false someone says omg i thought they'd never leave the idea is that they say omg in uh (laughs) true all right. <laughs> this is another one. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> True or false? Pedro claims to have X-ray vision. <laughs> I'm gonna go false. <laughs> if you don't remember it, I think I think false might be a a good bet. I also think that Pedro is fully a background character. <laughs> He's going to say he's got some other superpower, and back when you wrote it, (laughs) you were like, ah, maybe I'll trick him on this one, but you don't remember no more. True or false, there's immediate sexual tension between Steve and Meryl. True. On eye contact. There's a a shot, uh, reverse shot of them accidentally staring into each other's eyes. Okay. True or false, Alec Baldwin sees Steve Martin's (laughs) pee-pee. False, other way around. (laughs) Any reason why? Because Alec would never play a character where he's threatened by another man's (laughs) (laughs) pee-pee. I keep getting emails from Alec Baldwin for the people for the American way or something. What? Yeah. Him and Norman Lear keep emailing me. Norman Lear's (laughs) like, I just turned a hundred years old (laughs) and I need you to defend democracy. True or false? Someone says she has a really scary tattoo. true so that I can get the baby Westwee bonus question of what is the tattoo of <laughs> there is none true yeah. or false <laughs> Meryl's children are excited to hear about Alec Baldwin and her getting back together they hate it they loathe the idea Alec's a nasty nasty man but he's changed <laughs> Which they're going to find out. <laughs> In their graves. Um, Alright. This isn't exactly the image I had in mind. But. Uh, here it is nonetheless. The screen grab question. Fuck! 
Damn it! <laughs> Alec Baldwin is in this movie? <laughs> um, Why the hell were we talking about Alec Trebek? <laughs> uh, this is... Alec Baldwin and Jenna Fisher standing in an elevator. <laughs> John Krasinski. Jack Ryan. Uh, Alec is holding John by the shoulder. I'm going to go ahead and guess that John Krasinski plays... I'm in between the idea that he is his son or he is uh, like a, a, a lower level co-worker his subordinate at work and i'm i assume you're gonna make me choose Mm -hmm. let's go with co-worker lock it in okay subordinate because you would never touch your son like this (laughs) oh my god you realize the listeners will likely never see this picture (laughs) Well, they will if they check our Twitter <laughs> at We Ain't Seen It on Twitter. Oh, God, Ethan, please upload this photo for this episode. Please. <laughs> um, Alec Baldwin is grabbing uh, John by his shoulder across his body. His watch is showing, displaying his wealth. I'm not uh, going to write any of this down. <laughs> What's happening in the scene? He's got... Alec has... I think a cigarette in his mouth, and it looks like he's really struggling with it, <laughs> nearly choking on it. Uh, but he's not begging John for help. <laughs> he's trying to be—he's trying to tell John Krasinski that he's a pussy for being worried about secondhand smoke. And he's grabbing him by the shoulder, saying, "Come here, come here. You think this is bad for you?" <laughs> There's nothing John can do about it. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> um, after this scene, they still have a really positive relationship. <laughs> Just a hiccup. We all we all make mistakes trying to prove who's more manly than the other. All right. Well, that is the complicated quiz for It's Complicated. Mm-hmm. I will ha- receive seven points by the end of this quiz. <laughs> no more and no less. And his best PFT impression. <laughs> I could do a better PFT, I think. Prove it. Um, Not until he comes on the show. I want to do it to his face. <laughs> Which does buy me time. And hopefully that's forever. Um, I would love to have PFT on the show, but I also feel like I've said too many negative things about uh, Paul Anderson movies to, uh, to, to have him on. And I don't think he would like me. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> after that, I will have watched It's Complicated. I think Wes and Takara will be watching it with 
Kira and myself. Uh, if you don't, that's fine. I don't care. All that matters is that I'll have watched this movie. Wes will remember the answers, and <laughs> we'll go over my score. Okay, we'll be back in a hot sec. I am almost missed my hands. Welcome wasn't back. Even... Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. It's less complicated now. We're here with uh, me, Wesley. He's a little and tipsier. I'm e- Ethan. I'm exactly as tipsy as I was before and have been for the entirety of my life. And we're here with Ethan's floss. Um... <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> I bumped my mic. You just lost your fake tooth. Um, <laughs> ah. We just got done watching It's Complicated, um, a really sobering movie that examines middle-aged life and, you know... The nature of what divorce can do to a family. And the question of, can you find love again? And can you find it in the arms of the man you loved before? No. <laughs> Turns out the answer is not very complicated. <laughs> We're going to review my answers to the quiz, perhaps reveal some things about the movie to you, the members and, of the audience. you know, as the nature of this podcast, reveal a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> All right. Give the audience to tweet back with their favorite thing they've learned about me and Wes over the course of us during the show. (laughs) And is it my dark secret that was revealed at the beginning of this episode, which I no longer remember? I don't either. Oh, it's that you uh, have affairs with married women. Uh... (laughs) For some reason, my brain kept going, it's that I'm in love with Rand Paul. (laughs) His 2016 campaign really did it for you. <laughs> Couldn't get enough. <laughs> well, everyone was Rand paying Paul attention to <laughs> Well, everyone was paying attention to Trump. You were just like, give me more of this Rand Paul Chris Christie debate. <laughs> I was holding up a sign that said Randy for Rand. <laughs> Randy Rand by Rand. <laughs> Rigger Rand, Ram Rim Ram. <laughs> Derp a Dirk Dirk. Herk a dirk, my jerk a flirk. It's complicated, baby. <laughs> I was referencing dirks in uh in The Shining. Yeah. Dirk a dirk dirk makes dirk dirk dirk. <laughs> Open ended uh, questions. <laughs> really the best viewing of the first viewing of The Shining I could have ever had. <laughs> Why haven't you seen this movie? It's complicated. And what do you know about it? It's complicated. <laughs> Well, it turns out your answer wasn't very complicated. You said it was just a garbage rom-com. Is it not a garbage rom-com? I wouldn't say it is. I feel like it's a competent rom-com. I feel like it goes through the motions and some, like, its cinematography isn't anything to write home about or anything like that. But I feel like it's unique Yeah, I mean, I guess where I stand with it on a competent rom-com is I feel most competent ones at least spend most of the screen time on the love interest 
that we, the audience, like. <laughs> yeah, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, we got that. Instead of treating the love interest that is unlikable and frankly scary. <laughs> Not that I'm saying I wouldn't enjoy this movie, uh, but it's like if Always Be My Maybe focused entirely on Daniel Day Kim or <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Fair, fair. Um, but I still say it's unique and competent. Absolutely. Um, so you don't get the point for that. Uh, or the half point, I should say. You said this movie stars Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, and hesitantly Meryl Streep, even though she's first billed in this movie. I mean, like, she sh- first of all, she should be. Um, she's the main character. <laughs> Um, I think I just felt really weird about it because I often get, uh, Meryl Streep confused with, oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, and we're not going to look her up. Another actress, Helen Mirren. Uh, I get them confused a lot. I know. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> get why either. Huh. And I was like, maybe it's Helen Mirren. It wasn't. And I was correct that it was Meryl Streep, even though I shouldn't have been in the first place. You know who I get mixed up? It's Judy Dench and what's her name, who is in the James Bond series as mom. Is that what they call? I don't think so. M. No, it's M. Mom. mom. Someone's Someone's having a little freudian moment <laughs> sorry i just got done oh it Someone's is in... it is judy dench <laughs> <laughs> so that would explain why you get them confused <laughs> who would have thought that judy dench played a character played by judy dench oh my world just got blown to smithereens uh you said that this movie was solely inspired by the facebook status of it's complicated and you said we will see a shot of Facebook status being changed. We don't. It seems to have not been inspired by it at all. Perhaps it was the other way around. Mark <laughs> I'm not Zuckerberg. Sure about... <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg saw it's complicated and thought, hmm, maybe I need to make room. <laughs> He thought he was going to a viewing of the social network, but he went to the wrong theater and found himself to be a changed man. (laughs) Uh, You said it was about a married couple um, that is on the precipice of being divorced. Wow, what a different movie this would have been if that was the case. (laughs) Um, And uh, meanwhile, the woman in the relationship finds an old flame. And is spending a lot of the time trying to decide whether the marriage is worth it or uh, pursuing this old relationship is. Um, But most of the movie is spent just dealing with how uncomfortable it is having the three of them in the same space together. (laughs) Very infrequently are the three main (laughs) characters of this movie in the same space. Let alone interact. (laughs) Yes. Um, I may have been thinking of Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston's The Breakup. 
<laughs> a movie I have not seen. Uh, a movie I know very little about, just that <laughs> there was a DVD copy in my house growing up, and I would look at the cover, which looked somewhat similar to the poster for this movie. Go ahead and look it up. Go ahead and look up the the cover of The Breakup and understand my confusion of the overlap. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except there's not, there's no Alec Baldwin's shit-eating grin on <laughs> this poster. Well, you know it's not a pussy-eating grin. <laughs> hey, he, glab- he grabbed her crotch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also predicted that in the end... Meryl Streep would pick her husband, or should I say ex-husband, Alec Baldwin. No, that does thank God that does not happen. Thank the sweet Lord above that Jackie dies alone, or Jakey. <laughs> I just watched 30 Rock. I think it's Janie. Isn't her name Janie? Her name is Janie. His name is Jakey. Oh, Their names yes. are one letter different from each other, and it was <laughs> bothering me the whole movie. <laughs> so overall, I give you half a point for that. Thank you. You welcome. All that's from my reason for not having seen it. When do things really start to get complicated for Meryl Streep? I would say this is an opinion question, so I'm curious about your answer as well. You said it's when she gets too kissy drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And while I say things really escalate at that point, I would say for me, the part that when things start getting complicated is when she starts getting new information. And that is the point when she discovers that Alec Baldwin is trying to have another child with her, with his current wife. That's so late in the movie. No, it's very early on when they, when she is going in the elevator and she Mm -hmm. sees them come from the fertility clinic. Is that before they get too kissy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's before they go to New York. Yeah, I guess I, I don't care enough to agree to to disagree with you. I have no. I am the horse in this race, but I have no horse. You didn't even want to be in this race. Um. <laughs> the jockey's pushing me from behind, <laughs> and that's you. I'm not. Meanwhile, whipping. you're gambling all your money in another horse. I'm not whipping you. I have a cattle prod. Um. <laughs> it's so far up my rectum. <laughs> Why does Meryl go to New York City? You claimed it was uh, work-related, specifically because she runs a magazine there. What job isn't as hard as raising your goddamn child? Amen, brother. Um, Brother. But, um, yes. Let me tell you about child-rearing, brother. (laughs) Imagine how different this movie would be if instead of Alec Baldwin, it was Hulk Hogan. Uh, I would like it less. Resurrect the ghost of the Macho Man, please. <laughs> it was uh, what is it? Uh, what's his name from Star the Wars Rogue t- One? Who's the CGI character? The the motion capture guy. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, 
They're going to do that for Randy Savage. Make him sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Not Andy Circus. They're going straight for Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Who are the Okay, so we have a pinnacle of 3 CG actor people in Hollywood right now. It's Alan Tudyk, Andy Circus, and um Oh shit! I was just thinking of the third one. Ah, uh, uh, James Sean Gunn. Yeah, and I would be curious to parse apart each of their performances and compare them. Hmm. I know we'll we'll get into this in the uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes trilogy, but Andy Circus did a ton of work on training a ton of like low level actors on how to do motion capture. So that'd be really cool. I would actually love to take another workshop on mocap cuz I did one for video games when I was in college and it was fine. But I, I feel like I was learning. I auditioned for uh, Call of Duty. Mm. Did you get it? No. Ah, oh, stolen right from under your nose by uh Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Smith, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know they're CGing over Kevin Spacey to replace him with Kevin Smith? <laughs> in what? Just everything? <laughs> everything he's ever been in. Let me tell you, Seven is a ride now. I might rewatch House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, he's still wearing the hockey jersey in cargo shorts for every single thing they CG him into. They only made one model. And he's trying so hard to do the accent. <laughs> <laughs> so he, she goes to New York City to attend her uh, son's... Son's graduation. Yep. He's going to college university. <laughs> it's also important to note for the rest of this movie that uh, he is the youngest child that they have and he is about 20 years old yeah unless you thought zoe kazan was younger i don't know no i thought i think zoe kazan just looks young but i figured that she was kind of the middle child in that situation yeah yeah where does alec baldwin have to go every other day you said his condo that he's trying to sell What is what is a sperm bank if not the condo for an infertile man? <laughs> that he's trying to get off his plate. Zero points. Classic. Classic zero. What is the story behind Steve Martin's divorce? You claim that he was too clingy and attentive. And because of that, she's out of here he's a freaking beta male <laughs> not like you and me we're sigmas buddy <laughs> oh do you remember uh, our frat days i do <laughs> um, that's not so the relation um <laughs> <laughs> we'd go to jail <laughs> as many fraternity individuals should so explain what is the story behind Steve's divorce. Uh, his wife cheated on him with uh, some other husband 
that they were friends uh, while with. they were on that they were friends with while they were on vacation, and then uh, Steve rode the plane back next to that man's uh, ex-wife. Now yes. he cried the whole time. Huge laugh line. Huge laugh line. People love uh, a man crying. They think it's so funny. Alec Baldwin would never cry. That's all I'll say. I um. So I mean. <laughs> That line, Steve Martin's character is setting it up as a joke, so I guess it is appropriate to laugh. Yeah. Self-deprecation. Yeah. It's not like Meryl Streep just started laughing at <laughs> I think Meryl does laugh a little too hard. <laughs> She's like, ha ha ha, this isn't a man. It's all over. Uh, yeah, so you didn't get any points for that. Fair enough. Multiple choice. What is Meryl's occupation in this movie? Fake answers. You and I had some words about this. (laughs) Writer. Lawyer. No. No. Your answer, architect. That's Steve. And the correct answer is... A baker. A baker. I remember, I do remember thinking when I was making this quiz, I'm like, should I put baker? I'm like, but she doesn't just bake. She does make all these vast, diverse meals at home. Ah, yes. So someone who can cook is automatically a cook. Yeah, she's just decided to narrow herself to a certain niche in her professional life. If I, buddy, if I had to tell you the amount of infighting that goes on with whether baking is cooking in the culinary scene, we'd have some words. I think a baker would never deign to be called a cook. They ain't no better than a fry cook. <laughs> Go ahead and flip those croissants, baker boy. (laughs) Requires no skill at all. You deserve a $7 an hour salary. I know you're constantly eyeballing everything. (laughs) What actor from the U.S. version of The Office is in this movie? Fake answers were Rain Wilson. Ed Helms, your answer, Jenna Fisher. Mm -hmm. But the correct answer is... Johnny K. Rosinski. uh, Who everyone who we were watching with seemed to agree was one of the better actors in this movie. I mean, was he just playing a version of Jim Halpert from The Office? Yes. (laughs) Is that character... uh, However, without most of the toxic masculinity that that character has... (laughs) In the office. So arguably, a good character. Hey, it's not toxic if he just keeps trying until she submits. Oh, wait. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought he did a good job and was charismatic and fun in this movie. He had an easy role to be fun in as well, and I think he did a good job with it. Honestly, he was more fun than Steve Martin, and I think Steve Martin could have, if he was in this movie more, 
they should have played up his quirkiness a bit more. Absolutely. The f- I mean, we were you were talking about this during the movie, but this was during that long drought of Steve Martin in things where he just played the most boring person <laughs> imaginable. Yes. Once he became like a grandfather, like Steven Spielberg, his talent, I feel like, just blew <laughs> And he's still charming. Like the, yeah. the moment in this movie uh, that we talk about later, he does a very funny job reacting to the things that he's seeing. And we just didn't get any of that. He also had a, a softball to uh, be a bit goofier in the pot sequ- sequence. Sex scene. Sex. The pot sex scene. <laughs> Some freaky pot sex. Which we'll get to later. <laughs> what happens when Meryl and Alec meet up at a hotel for the second time? This was a fun scene. Uh, so you were right. I disagreed when we were watching what I counted for to be my first hotel scene. But you actually were right. The first hotel scene is when they get drunk at their son's graduation and have sex for the first time. Yes. Uh, so by doing that, got my answer <laughs> invalidated. No, no. I'm realizing now when I made this quiz, I did have that in mind. To be, so what are you to saying? be that was the first hotel scene, and the second one was. Oh, would have been. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So the fake answers were: they run into Steve Martin, preposterous that he would be in this movie. <laughs> if you thought that Steve Martin was in this movie, you're a fool. <laughs> Uh, they run into one of their kids. Not quite. Uh, it's hard to say they run into one of their kids. Meryl did bring the kids with her. No, this is the this is the, the scene. second scene. That, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, it's just John Krasinski sees them, and he's not even yeah. technically a kid of theirs. No. Your answer was they just have fun sex. <laughs> So fun, no problems. But the, not complicated. The, the real answer is I don't know. I don't know what your real answer is. He has a heart-related episode. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, he has a heart-related heart attack. <laughs> you know, what is heart-related heart attack? <laughs> as a lung-related heart attack. You could probably have a lung-related heart attack. Absolutely not. Um, how do Steve and Meryl initially meet? Fake answers were they had nearby hotel rooms. Uh-uh. They have similar running routes. Actually, can I talk about that one before we get to the real answer? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> There's that part of the movie, and I don't know if this is what it's supposed to be or just how I interpreted it. But there's that part where Steve Martin is driving around and he sees Meryl Streep jogging Uh and then he waves her over. It looks like he's been looking for her on his drive, (laughs) which on one hand is creepy, 
But on the other hand, he does mention that she's missing all of their meetings later in the movie. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that's why he was looking for her. It's not talked about. The, yeah. This movie does not care about Steve Martin. <laughs> no, it, they state he was driving around because, and she's like, oh my God, Tuesday, 8.30. She said that. Uh, okay. Got it. He's just... I was too busy thinking that it was a kidnapping. <laughs> well, she's not a child, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to take in two. <laughs> Who is second build in the end credits of this movie? <laughs> Fake answers were Meryl Streep. Of course, she's top build. She's got. She's Meryl Streep. You don't second bill Meryl Streep. Your answer was John Krasinski. He's fourth billed. Yes, right, uh, rightfully so. I, I don't know. I feel like he should be maybe third billed. <laughs> I think someone else deserves to be fourth billed <laughs> if it was about screen time. I realize that billing is about. Which famous people are in the movie? But yeah, it's all about contract. Um, who should have been second build, but was not? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> and the correct answer is uh, Steve Martin. He's not really in this movie at all. <laughs> but he has a gr- an aggressive. Uh, talent agent who got him that mm-hmm. second billing i feel like a lot of his scenes were probably just cut from the movie yeah like i imagine there was a much i'm not just gonna outright say this movie wasn't funny uh it did have moments that were fun and charming but i feel like he must have had some <laughs> scenes where he got to be funny or more charismatic than just like a generally sad guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, but we'll, we'll let, I'll save that for the end when we talk about what we rewatch this movie. Okay. Extra credit was, does this match proportionally to how much screen time they get in the movie? You said absolutely not, but you did pick the wrong person, so I didn't give you the point. I still get that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> It was conditional. <laughs> what? I don't give a shit. Why give me the bonus question in the first place then? I thought there was a reason we did these bonus questions. And apparently you've decided to throw all that away. I quit. <laughs> Fine. The next <laughs> the next episode where Joey guests on, I'll break the news that he is now my co-host. <laughs> He'll log into the call and be like, where's Ethan? (laughs) There is no Ethan. (laughs) Only Zool. I was going to say. But I was going to say Raz al Ghul. (laughs) Only Raz al Ghul. Speaking of Lube Neeson. True or false? So far you have a point and a half. That's totally fine. True or false, someone says, OMG, I thought they'd never leave. You said true. It's a real. Yep. 
I don't think I guessed a, a person to say it. No, but if you had, I'm willing to bet you would have guessed it correctly. It is Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> and as I said during our watch of the movie, a very boss baby line. <laughs> yes. True or false, Pedro claims to have x-ray vision. You said false. I did say false. I correctly guessed uh, that you just changed <laughs> one thing. Couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, he says he has x-ray. No, actually, that's not true. He doesn't say anything. No, he agrees. Alec, yes. Alec Baldwin <laughs> says, what do you have x-ray hearing? To which Pedro responds, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Pedro, of course, is Alec's wife's child who she had with a lover in between the affair that he she had with Alec and when she eventually married him. Yes. Of course. True or false? A stable relationship, very simple, not complicated. There's immediate sexual tension between Steve and Meryl. You said true. How could there not be? Mm-hmm. It is, in fact, false. What? Are you fucking kidding me? There is none. In the very first scene, when they meet... Yes, they're doing that thing that movies do as shorthand for sexual tension, where they look, they flutter their eyelashes, and they look back down, and then they look back up, and they did that four or five times. Well, I didn't pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry you're so thick. You're so dummy thick that you didn't understand that was sexual tension. What sex? True or false, Alec Baldwin... Are you still not giving me the point? I'll give you the fucking point. (laughs) I already busted. You told me before. True or false, Alec Baldwin... (laughs) (laughs) Alec Baldwin sees Steve Martin's pee-pee. He said false. It's the other way around. Nailed it. That is completely correct. For exactly the same, <laughs> the, the correct reason, too. Alec Baldwin would never see another man's penis. <laughs> too gay. <laughs> Alec Baldwin would never do something so gay. So you got two points. True or false, someone says she has a really scary tattoo. Said true. I did say true. I don't think anyone ever says that. No, you were, I noticed you were specifically talking to your gal pal during this part. <laughs> it was during the scene uh, for her son's graduation party when she and Steve are high and they see Alec Baldwin's wife walk away and Steve sees her tattoo, the... Okay. The tiger one. The tiger tattoo, which shows that she's in the Yakuza. Zero. And uh, he says she has a really scary tattoo. Hmm. I thought it was cool. I don't think it was scary at all. So you got the point. I got it? Yeah, you said true. Oh, yeah. I thought I said false. It's too complicated. (laughs) 
Meryl's children are excited to hear about Alec and her getting back together. You said false. They loathe the news. Uh, you got two points. All right. I I would say they feel conflicted about the news. I don't know if they loathe it. I would say the fact that they decided to go to the oldest sister's house for the night. And the next morning when Meryl goes to talk to them, they're still crying. I would, I would label that as loathing. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they really don't like it. Um, what? Maybe I just don't have this relationship with my brother, and maybe I should. <laughs> but when something tough happens to us, I don't think we all crawl in the same bed together <laughs> and tuck ourselves under the covers. You go back to living your separate lives. Mm-hmm. And we both deal with our trauma the way that we were taught to, which is bottle it up. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Midwestern way. There's no other way to do it. And I'm Chinese? <laughs> Bottle that shit up. Alright, screen grab question. Explain what's going on in that scene, Ethan. So good. This is one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> it's wild and it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's fully out of left field. So this is during the pot sequence. <laughs> Now I'm picturing, like, the director's commentary, and they're like, now we're entering the <laughs> sequence of the movie. <laughs> Steve and Alec had a lot of fun. <laughs> Meryl, as usual, fully method, <laughs> high out of her record. She'd been getting high for months. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say she was on a steady buzz for at least four months of production. <laughs> Um, so, uh, jo- I was called him Jim Krasinski. John Krasinski <laughs> uh, comes into the bathroom where Meryl is uh, high and getting uh, more high. And then Alec is pressuring her to give him the <laughs> joint. Uh, John Trusinski comes in, says that he doesn't smoke pot, wink, wink. Um, And then Alec takes a hit and then blows a (laughs) bunch of smoke directly into his mouth. It's, I remember watching this movie for the first time and being like, what the hell is happening in this movie? Was this supposed to be cut? (laughs) It's very intimate for, like, we don't we don't even know what Jake's relationship is with his kids, <laughs> let alone his daughter's husband. <laughs> but apparently they can be that intimate. I mean, keep in mind, at this point in the movie, he doesn't even know that... Jake doesn't even know that his son-in-law knows about him and Meryl. Yeah. It's only Meryl who knows. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so when John Krasinski walks into the bathroom, his immediate reaction isn't, well, nothing's going on here. We were just talking. It's to blow pot right into his mouth. 
Yep. So you said this is also yeah. he. <laughs> I this is some magic pot that gets you stoned as soon as you touch it. But and I know that's established, but the rate at which Alec Baldwin's character goes from stone cold sober, going all right, we're just gonna take some pot to blowing smoke directly down his son-in-law's throat. <laughs> is seconds and then there's a part later which is like maybe five minutes of movie time where john krasinski's character has not taken a hit is walking at like with his family and just coughs like he has <laughs> just taken a hit. like oh he just choked on his own spit i guess it's a great scene bizarre it's so fun it's it's so weird there's a moment of levity in a movie that takes itself pretty seriously at other yeah, times. Yeah. Um, you said this was Alec Baldwin, John Krasinski in an elevator. John is uh, Alec's co-worker slash subordinate. Alec is struggling with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, the, the, sc- the screen grab I grabbed was... <laughs> weird the the one i originally wanted to send is a different like moment in that scene where alec is about to take a hit and he just is open like he's about to eat it and john is just looking at him like <laughs> just like what are you doing man flat face not ready for alec to eat this joint <laughs> that is not an edible <laughs> Anything's inedible if you need it to be. If it's edible, it's inedible. <laughs> I'll never, hey, Dad, I'll never forget the conversation that you had with me uh, about the word eatable and yelling at me that it's not a word and that it's edible and not everything is edible. <laughs> eatable. It is eatable. Um, you also said that he was chastising John Krasinski for uh, secondhand smoke. Couldn't be further from the truth on that point. Um, you said also that they have a positive relationship going forward. So I gave you two points. <laughs> Half a point for identifying the actors in the scene. <laughs> yes. Um, Half a point for the kind of chastising situation going on. And a full point for saying that they have a positive relationship going forward. <laughs> they pretty much do. <laughs> <laughs> those two characters pretty much only interact positively <laughs> they do rarely speak but they're always positive so ethan that brings you to a grand total of ten and a half points mm-hmm. that is three and a half points more than you predicted how does quite a bit how does it feel to have uh watched it's complicated finally my feelings uh on the matter are quite simple actually uh rigoletto thanks for giving us a thumbs up so that we had to do this review (laughs) a movie Um, i'm sure he'll never watch (laughs) has he ever seen it i have no idea 
if this if this episode has more than like 13 downloads i'll be shocked i'm just watch this will be like brandy's last episode and this will just go <laughs> through the roof the street heads are wild <laughs> They are insatiable. They're constantly looking for more Meryl Streep content. Because you know she doesn't make enough movies. No, she doesn't. Um, rewatch? Yeah, would you rewatch uh, it? I don't think so. I think one's good. Uh, it was. It was. It was all right. Like I, I came into this movie thinking it was going to be really bad. Uh, in just like the boring way. It turned out to be bad in the way where Alec Baldwin's character is a predator and a monster, and we're supposed to feel some sort of like sympathy toward yeah. him. Uh, I don't. <laughs> and then there's parts of the movie where Meryl Streep's character is like, the divorce was my fault, too. Yeah. And we haven't been given any evidence to support <laughs> that claim. Uh, it's so, this movie's so weird, though. <laughs> it is. Um, I would say I personally would not rewatch it, but for similar reasons for, that I wouldn't rewatch, um, oh, what movie was it? Clueless. It's just not a movie made for me. <laughs> Oh no! This is this this movie is not aimed at our demographic at all. So, out of my scale of good, fine, and not good, I would say this movie's fine. Um, sure. If you're a if you're a mom, check this shit out. You'll probably love it. Yeah, this is this is a movie. There are there aren't just like essentially any Meryl Streep movie. There's there's not enough other movies like it. <laughs> For the people that it's targeting, primarily women that are around Meryl Streep's age. <laughs> and it's serviceable. Like, it's, I think I want to give it fine, despite all the toxicity in it around Alec Baldwin's character. Um, because it's, you know, at the, at a basic level, like I went into this thinking it was gonna be lame, but it's serviceable. The story is coherent, like all the motivations make sense, characters develop, and uh, there is a change at the end from the beginning. She ends up with the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> we all thought she was gonna end up with Alec Baldwin. Even I thought that because I had forgotten the ending. <laughs> Up until the last moment, it really feels like they're going to get back together. And it's like, please don't. <laughs> Sorry we spoiled that for you, but honestly, I think you'll have a better time with this movie knowing that's not the case. My, besides the toxicity of Alec Baldwin's character that's largely played for laughs in the wrong way, I would say my biggest qualm with it is the pacing of the movie. It's it meanders a ton. I feel like they, they have too many conversations about how complicated it is instead of just showing how complicated it is. I feel like they could have played it up more for like antics wise or even trying to show how act 
sexually complicated it is and dive into like the children's relationships with the parents. Yeah, and... the, the children are such weird characters. On it, oh, so I, I thought about this when we started uh, the review, but I think this movie, if it was like a shorter timeline, I think it could be a really fun farce. Mm-hmm. Because um, it reminds me of like a lot of play farces. And if they just sped it up and it was like, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin constantly trying to get in the room. Uh, and... Yeah, if it just took place in the hotel that's in New yeah, York City. Yeah, Even her house, which is a fucking gigantic mansion in Santa Barbara that she lives in by herself. And needs an addition on. <laughs> yeah, definitely needs an addition. <laughs> a second floor for fuck's sake. Needs another bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, if if this movie just ramped up the pace, played more for laughs, obviously it could have its serious moments. You have Meryl Streep. She's going to want to do a serious moment. Um, you have Steve Martin, the man who definitely wants to only do drama <laughs> as the driest saltine cracker of a human being. <laughs> So, I don't have any it's complicated related question for you, um, but in the end, I guess I can just come up with one on the spot. Was this movie complicated? <laughs> <laughs> so, as uh, as you were riding, you and Takara were riding the train with me and Kira. At some points, this movie became too complicated. <laughs> And yet at other points, the strings unwound and the movie became boring and uncomplicated. So overall, this movie was just the right amount of complicated. Mm -hmm. Imagine if Steve Martin had actually, like, developed a relationship with Meryl in the first act of this movie instead of the end of the second. (laughs) Second act. Yeah. Imagine if we got to learn anything about the children other than them becoming... Basically stuffed animals with feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you have anything else to add? Nope. We're going to be back next week with uh, Joey Wheeler from the American Journal of Losers. <laughs> Where he'll be uh, sending us to the shadow realm of I married an axe murderer. <laughs> so I married an axe murderer. Oh, okay. It's like, it's a casual starting of a story. So. Like, so. <laughs> I married an axe murderer. Really? I'm like one of Meryl's friends. <laughs> <Their conversation. laughs> Mer- Meryl's friends are so toxic. <laughs> they disappear after the first act of the movie. All the more reason this would have been a better farce. Because, like, that's the first establishing scene. I could punch up this movie. I'm not going to do that. I always do that on every episode. All right. Um, You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The score for this episode was Ethan, ten and a half points. And Wesley, zero. He's a big, fat loser. Don't follow us on Facebook, but please do follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose. And on Letterboxd, you can follow me at E Geese. Uh, where I believe I will have already uploaded my review of this movie. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow Wes at Baby Wesley, as well as Letterboxd at Baby Wesley. And remember, 
It's wine o'clock. More wine! More wine! Goodbye. Bye.